2: Welcome to the 2017 Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year pregame show, brought to you in part by the following, turkey, chicken's bigger, uglier, and less tasty cousin, (laughs) football, the best way to avoid conversation with family, gobble gobble turkey. Red wine, just keep telling everyone, it's your second glass. I call that the turkey hole. And by mashed potatoes, creamy and great all over your plate. (laughs) And now, to preview all the action leading up to tomorrow's Turkey of the Year column, here are your hosts, Phil Mackey and John Zogan.
1: Yes. The most wonderful time of the year. The second annual Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year preview show. Patrick Royce, I believe, currently in Fort Myers, uh, just hours away from the official unveiling of the 2017 Turkey of the Year column already, on StarTribune.com.
0: I already have breaking turkey news, so please play the Whoa. correct sounder. There Actually, breaking-
1: we, well, we have a we have a new breaking news sounder. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. That's the breaking news sounder for today's show.
0: Sources who I shall not reveal, but I am very plugged in, have informed me that the column resides at in downtown Minneapolis right now. In the computer system, the column has been filed. Wait, what's ta- the column? The column is, the column is in. Wait a second. Okay, let's play the breaking news sounder again
1: here. All right, because I need the timestamp on when the Turkey of the Year column was filed. Because this morning, the University of Minnesota is making a big, big push for a second consecutive, back-to-back Turkey of the Year award by extending head football coach PJ Fleck. Just three days after an embarrassing loss on the road at Northwestern through 2000, well, into the year 2023 it's is how they phrased it through whatever thousand, that means it's
0: through 2022 yeah. officially yeah uh,
1: apparently uh PJ may be on the road recruiting 2019 high school grads soon and they have to make sure that those kids have a head coach locked up for the next 4 years so uh this is i mean th- this is the University of Minnesota going for a turkey of the year dynasty they're not settling for just the 2016 award mm-hmm. the Gopher men's athletic uh, umbrella. They want more. And they don't care. Much like the Golden State Warriors, Judd, they don't care who the MVP is. They just want the title. They don't care if it's Coyle. They don't care if it's Fleck. They just want the Turkey of the Year trophy on their mantle.
0: Can we take a second here though, gentlemen, to uh, to recognize two guys, Kaler and Coyle, yes. as throwing the greatest Turkey Hail Mary pass that I think has been thrown since this award started in 1978. A turkey toss. Yes, this is the greatest turkey toss ever. You're right. Think about the time. I will. Okay, I woke up this morning. The email came in at like 6:01. Yes, exactly I pick- I picked 6.01. Yes, I picked up my cell phone. Bleary-eyed as could be, but looking forward to this day like a kid on Christmas. I picked up my phone, <laughs> and she buzzed. And I said, whoa, oh, whoa, it must be Dave Dahl's weather update, must which we Boudreaux? always get. No, nope, not Boudreaux. No, 6.01. You're right, Phil. 6.01 timestamp. An extension. And not an extension for anybody. Not just not Marlene Stallings or even Patino. Oh, you'd say, okay, yeah, right, okay. An extension for the man that I would say is the is the true bad guy in Royce's world, the adversary, P.J. Flux. Somebody
2: people, many people think is the shoe-in for the Grand Gobbler, frankly.
1: Before that email came <laughs> in, right? The odds on favorite. Oh, if I, I, you remove Roycey contrarian logic from the equation, which <laughs> we're going to talk about that until one o'clock today.
2: He's hated nobody more in the last 364 days than PJ. And then the contract extension news comes in. <laughs>
1: After an embarrassing loss to Northwestern and before an embarrassing loss to Wisconsin, most likely, right? Yeah. So, how can PJ Fleck not win the award this year? <laughs> And then we have to dive into the brain of Patrick Roycey. That's the thing. By the way, we have the polls are open on Facebook.com slash 1500 ESPN. Our Twitter page, Instagram, all of them 1500 ESPN. And we didn't even, we didn't give you options. We just want to leave it wide open because sometimes people come up with ideas. Dave has a couple that he's been sitting on for a week. Mm -hmm. He hasn't even told us yet. Mm -hmm. We'll make our predictions later in the show. Mm -hmm. We want your predictions for Turkey of the Year. But PJ Fleck, this might be... A case of this might be the most clear-cut favorite in the
0: history of the lead-up to the award. Would you guys agree? It's the most y- yes, in the sense that it's the most obvious, clear-cut favorite. But I will say this: <laughs> Congratulations to Kayler and Coyle because what they're what they're doing is they're not saying Patrick give give the award to P.J. Fleck. Yeah. What they're saying is. We beg you, give one of us the award. That's the important thing here. So in their world, they're not, they're not putting this on a platter for Roycey now to give it to Fleck. They are putting themselves on the turkey platter, on the table, to get the award and possibly split it. But, but, and there's a big but here. That would run against what the history of the Turkey Award truly believes, and that would be a major upset.
2: There's that old quote that came from a long time ago from the Twins clubhouse that Patrick knows very well, and don't think, Kaylor and Coyle don't know that Pat knows it. It's not your fault, kid. It's the scout who signed you. It's not your fault, PJ. It's the AD who signed you. Don't think they're, using, they're not using that logic today.
1: And you know, if you're in the University of Minnesota Athletic Department, I think it's an unselfish culture. I think they're looking for whether it's Coyle, whether it's P.J. Fleck, whether it's some combination of uh, of of names under an umbrella like last year. Just go for men's athletics. They just want to share the award yes. at the end of the day. Um, That's exactly what they're. It's also to do. worth noting only two times in the 34-year history spread across the Pioneer Press in the late 70s, early 1980s and the uh, Star Tribune the last 25 years or so, there's only been two back-to-back team-slash-entity winners of the Turkey of the Year Award. The 2010-2011 Minnesota Vikings went back-to-back with Brett Favre, 2010, and Zygmunt Wolf in, 2000, uh, Wilf in 2011, and uh, the 1985-86 Gophers with Lou Holtz, Departing Town, And Dr. Kenneth Keller at the time, the U of M president. So Mm -hmm. if this last ditch Hail Mary by the U of M athletic department, if it hits in the end zone, if Patrick who filed that column, do we know what the
0: timestamp is? Was it before the press release came out? I believe it was. So there could there could be revisions made. All all I'm saying is that somewhere downtown right now, this column resides in a computer system. So if he wants to now call from Fort Myers and make changes, but that's, that's how hard Coyle and Kayla are working. That's the thing. If they, they cash in, if they cash
1: in on the Hail Mary, the Gophers will become the first ever two-time back-to-back Turkey of the Year award winner. <laughs> A lot's on the line today, gentlemen. A lot's on the line. It's the Mackey and Judd Turkey of the Year preview special.
0: And by the way, also, don't forget this. We are in bonus turkey time. Because if you if you both recall, Patrick told us, told everybody who would listen, 2016 Ryder Cup's my last event. I'm walking away. It's over after that. So this is year two of bonus turkey time. Wow. We are getting turkey columns that we thought at one point wouldn't even exist. Wow. Wow, my head just exploded. I'm so happy today. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is I I feel like a kid on Christmas morning. The
1: phone lines are going to be open for the majority of the show, by the way. 651-646-8255, 877 615 This is a communal effort. The listeners of 1500 ESPN and the Mackey and Judge Show, we want your thoughts, your opinions, and your dissections of the Turkey
2: of the Year candidates. And don't forget, as we're talking about P.J. Fleck, go for football, possibly a, an easy odds-on favorite. When it comes to go for football, we're not talking about just PJ. Right, the award goes back the full year to last Thanksgiving. Deep in still the Tracy Clay's era, we have uh, the the the, the boycott. sex scandal, obviously leading to the boycott, leading to the win over Washington State in the bowl game, and then fired as Patrick would say, a full figured Tracy Clay's. <laughs> you think there's not a
0: little bit of uh, you know softness in ta- Patrick's heart for firing Tracy? Well, and and also don't forget that Royce's angst in January of this year was was aimed at the group of people that suspended the players. If you remember, Patrick was very upset about the fact that those players who were who were cleared by the authorities then got suspended on a second bite at the apple by the school and by the by what? a committee of people. Yeah. You so know. that committee of people, I almost can guarantee you, they will all be at the table. Well, let's go.
1: Let's go, let's go down this path that you guys are are walking down here. The the authority path, the U of M authority path, Mark Coyle. Let's go to the analytics desk, or I have for you some interesting numbers historically. The 34-year history of the Turkey of the Year Award, Patrick Roycey, 68% of the time, Roycey tabs a person in power as the turkey. 13 times a local front office executive, an owner or an athletic director, and 10 times a coach. 68% of the time, historically, Patrick Royce tabs a person in power as the turkey of the year. Mark Hoyle
2: moving up the board, gentlemen. I wonder what's responsible for that. Maybe the fact that he's always been the not-quite-senior columnist at the Star-Tribune for the last
0: many, many years. Uh, no. I mean, no, no, no. Patrick just hates authority. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He wants to be the authority. He wants to be the authority.
2: I think he wants Let to me- be the authority, but in his mind, he thinks, well, St- Sid's still 20 years Let- older than I am. It's never going to
1: happen. He's a small-town guy at heart. You know, he's he's blue-collar,
0: working for the man. I'm going to tell you guys right now. Keys, and there will be a special key, a very special Keys today, is going to answer that question. But you're going to have to wait, oh, because my. because Keys answers that question with an exact reason for why that statistic that you just gave is absolutely correct.
1: Wow. Uh, the phone lines are already lighting up here, and this is, like we said, this is a community effort today. The Mackey and Judd second annual Turkey of the Year preview show. Uh, I, I need to find out if we could get an exact timestamp on when he filed the column. If it was before the 6.01 a.m. email oh. announcing the PJ Fleck extension, there's a chance he might have to reconsider here. Let there's me, still time to refile. Let they me, do have internet in Fort
0: Myers. Let me tap my sources. Okay. A, as you know, before I came to the station, I was a very plugged-in reporter who knew my way around the old deep throat ways of getting information. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually tap into my sources and see if I can get that timestamp.
1: Uh, we don't usually take calls in the first segment, but you know what? Today is Christmas Day, a special day in this industry. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Ed, you're on the show.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm a graduate of the U of M, and. Uh, That was back in the 60s when the programs were good. There were no rootin' tootin' coaches who had to row their boat down the lake. Uh, It's really disappointing. Uh, The guy reminds me of Walker a little bit. And I think for an award, maybe we should give him row your boat in your bathtub in your house rather than uh, the other way because, it's. I mean, they don't only lose. They get destroyed.
1: Now, Ed, Ed I got to interject here. Ed, I, I saw a, a 2022 high school grad quarterback from California sent a tweet to PJ Fleck. I think that means you got to extend him through 2027 to make sure he's still the coach when that 2022 high school grad gets to the U. I say you got to extend him again ASAP, Ed. Well,
3: also, I think one of his top recruits backed out this week, a, a quarterback coach. It was, yeah, I mean, a quarterback, you know, he doesn't get the number one recruits. And it, it's pathetic. Well, the game, seven first downs against Northwestern, and both teams played in the rain. I mean, why doesn't the U just face the fact that they might have messed up and uh, go after somebody established in an established conference rather than scrape the bottom of the barrel for a coach? Well,
1: maybe Thanks, maybe being awarded Turkey of the Year it's a one-year. Will year ex- finally, it's finally a- spawned. Let's progress. all calm down too. It's a one-year extension. <laughs> Paul, you're on the Turkey of the Year preview show. Well, if it's not Roger Goodell, because I know he hates him,
4: has he ever given it to a sports personality besides a sports figure? Like a like a local uh, radio host who blocked recently. <laughs> he blocked. Yeah,
0: he would never well. give said host the satisfaction no, of he, actually uh, even getting in the column, Paul. Uh,
1: he would not want to uh, inflate the already inflated ego of said host. Yep. Yes,
4: because I've been thinking about this. You know, recently you've been blocked by Dick Bramer. You've been <laughs> bo- you've been blocked by Royce. You insulted Jim Suhan the other day. That's true.
1: Uh, about his. So I Is thought
4: you know what? Him? I think Phil's in the running here.
1: Uh, hey, I think I think uh, if it were anyone else but Patrick Royce who uh, would not want to pump pump the ego, I think I think he might be onto something, Paul.
4: Okay, have a have a good Thanksgiving, guys. You All too, right. Paul. Take Happy care.
1: Uh, Turkey of the Year Preview Day. Uh, let's <laughs> run one more real quick here, but we'll keep the phone lines open 651-646-8255. Jim, you're on the Turkey of the Year Preview Show.
4: Gentlemen, I think you're thinking small. You need to think big. Okay. Donald Trump. Think about it. He's taken on the NFL. He's taken on North Korea. He's apparently got the world on the brink of nuclear catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Donald
1: Trump. You know, Donald made. So we're gonna unveil more of the the names we think throughout the show here. Donald did make my short list. It's it's almost too obvious. Donald, though. That's the other thing. Like he he sometimes he'll hit you with the obvious turkey. But most of the time he goes with the second or third choice or someone off the board or the Grim Reaper a couple of years ago. I
0: I foresee Donald giving, showing up at the banquet and probably giving some type of speech. He stands no chance of getting the award.
2: Yeah, I think that would be more on the obvious front, like you guys say. And plus, Patrick doesn't. Doesn't really go away from sports much. I mean, the Grim Reaper, yeah, if mean, it was in reference to Flip, etc. Right. But you know, not quite sports. He uh, in uh, 2000, it was Jesse Ventura serving as governor at that point. There's a little sports connection there, but certainly, you know, went political there. But it would be, I mean, it would be quite a departure to go with the uh, the president of the United States. There's no
1: be, question to say about that. I like that. the he, thought. He's but... on the list.
0: It won't be the Don.
1: We'll take your feedback for the next three hours and 45 minutes, six five one six four six eight two five five and also uh, all of our social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all of them at 1500ESPN. Uh, Joe, we also have to dive into, I love this question you posed before the show, 2009 Vikings versus the 2017 Vikings that we're watching right now. Mm. Which team would you choose to ride uh, the horse of? Now, obviously, we know how it ended in 09, but... right. Let's, uh, let's do some compare and contrast while we continue with the Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year preview show on Mackie and Judd.
2: 1500 ESPN presents Turkey Talks. A bunch of super duper stories leading up to the big column. Here's a guy who sounds a little like Patrick Royce.
5: 78 when I was with the Pioneer Press. Woody Hayes had the inaugural uh, vote and he was the big winner that year after he punched a player in the sidelines. It was time for Woody to go and he went out a hero at winning in 1978, the Turkey of the Year. Lou Holtz in 85, Holtz right after he said he ain't going anywhere, promptly left for Notre Dame. Louie Nanny in 1988, Louie's never met me, forget that, Remarkable Mike Lynn in 89. May he rest in peace. Also, one of my favorites in 1993, Norm Green. When he picked up the North Stars and took them down to Texas, he was the 93 Turkey of the Year. The list goes on and on. And a recurring 25 years of, well, in 2014, it was 25 years of the Timberwolves who can't win a thing! and Judd are back.
0: Put down the sports page and listen. On 1500
5: ESPN. I think it's just a lot of gobble gobble turkey. Just gobble 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 turkey from jive turkey gobblers.
2: As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.
1: Uh, One more trip to the analytics desk here where there's a lot of information here, a lot of gold nuggets and a lot of hints and maybe some foreshadowing for who the turkey of the year might be if you read between the numbers. The team or entity or person that Patrick Royce has tabbed most often as Turkey of the Year going back 34 years, the University of Minnesota, 10 times in 34 Mm -hmm. years, a 29% turkey rate, Mm -hmm. gentlemen, over the years.
0: His true love. His first true love. He is extremely hard on that school because he'll tell the story a thousand times of in the 50s going to his first Gopher football game and being in the end zone and kneeling in the the end zone watching the Gophers play Iowa, that was his true love. And therefore, that's where the scoring goes.
1: And they just disappointed him for 50 years, basically. Exactly, yes. And And if
2: we stuck mostly to football there, I do see some basketball winners. Tubby's won it, Clem's won it. Uh, But you've got Mason there, you've got Brewster on there. I guess it's because Lou Holtz is on the list. I guess it leans a little bit more football, but there's still plenty of basketball. Yeah, I mean, his his, head,
1: his head coach rate, I mean, Tim Brewster, uh, Glenn Mason, no Jerry <laughs> they Kill. They all make
2: the list at some point, pretty much.
1: <laughs> Actually, there is an unbelievable snub, historically, that we're going to get to at some point, and uh, we got to get to Judd's uh, Vikings talker here. But let's go back to the phone lines, we'll take your feedback all day. Your turkey of the year, commentary and opinions, 651-646-8255. Hey, Steve.
4: Hey guys, look, my runner-up would be Phil for another nine and three Gopher football prediction. <laughs>
1: Listen, Steve, in but, fairness, Steve, I, didn't, right. I didn't tell you. you know, I did, I said Fletcher. nine wins. I didn't tell you how many games it would take. <laughs> there
4: you go. In three seasons, <laughs> Chuck Fletcher, because I think Judd, would you say that the Prezi Suitor experiment has been a failure?
0: Uh, it has, I wouldn't say failure. I, I would say it hasn't worked out nearly as well as they hoped or expected. But that being said. Chuck
1: Fletcher, my man. I, I uh, love where Steve's going here. I, like, I think Ryan Suter like, could be in that mix, too. I
0: like where you're going, but you're missing a key turkey component point. He, Patrick has to be invested to a certain degree <laughs> these days. He's 72. Oh, he was, are you
1: saying he was invested he's in se- Pam Borton back se- in?
0: He's 72, though. It's getting it's getting and more and more if you look at, at the recent Yep. Picks. It's getting more and more things that he has been personally invested in or felt let down by. Chuck Fletcher, he doesn't care. The wild is something that he'll mock, but he doesn't care enough to make a Chuck Fletcher in my That's opinion. True. It's the
4: Western su- uh, suburban families that uh, well, like
1: it. Right?
0: Uh, and the Woodbury family. Thank
1: you, Steve. Uh, let's do one more here real quick. Drew, you're on the Turkey of the Year preview show with Mackie and Judd.
2: Well, thank you, guys. I listen to you all the time. But thank you. This, Thanks, Drew. I've got a way... Way off the wall, one. How about for Royce's swan song? He's getting up there. I'm 76, so he's getting up to my age. That maybe he should be Turkey of the Year.
1: See that? Uh, that's that seems to be Drew. It's a it's a good, interesting suggestion that we've seen a few times this morning on Twitter as well. Yep. That he would make him because he he declared retirement last year. Yep. Not in the column. But he declared retirement well, on the airwaves, and... Yeah. He... So it could be that he names himself Turkey for still continuing
0: to work at age 72. Well, he's Favre. Patrick's become Favre. He declared... I remember working in the Star Tribune, being in the newsroom in... It must have been 2010 or something, 2009, and he said, the Ryder Cup is gonna be my swan song. I am done the day. I'm gonna file that column, and, and, and I'm done. And I've said since... Then I have said, Patrick, you're Favre now. You've turned into Brett Favre. That which Favre though, oh nine or twenty ten Favre. Well, that's that's <laughs> two <laughs> different that's
1: versions. Up to you to decide. But I don't well, think. Well, both ended mostly unconscious at the end of here, their seasons. But yeah,
0: here, here's the flaw with that though, because it would be funny as hell. But for Patrick to do that, Patrick would need to focus on himself, which he despises. You think about how he feels about. Those in this business in this town who like to focus on themselves, he can't stand it. It's True. So he would never, I don't think he would ever pick himself. We would like it, but he, he would say, I'm not gonna do that because I'm not gonna be one of these bleeps who does who does something like that.
1: Well, could I could I piggyback off Steve's call? And I'm with you that I don't think I don't think a wild figure is the odds on favor, but let me build a case for a wild figure of some kind being tricky of the year 2017. The longest drought in terms of the team or, in the Gophers' case, the entity, belongs to the Minnesota Wild. It's been nine years since a wild figure was named Turkey of the Year. you got to go back to 2008, Marion Gabryk. We've had five years of highly paid star, free agent signings, Suter and Parisi. Now Parisi has a built-in excuse now, injured, back. It's been a problem for a couple of years. But they haven't made it past the second round of the playoffs. Yep. All this excitement, you know, I, Pat loves to make fun of wild fans and suburb people, you know, the the, the Dave Harrigan Woodbury crowd that goes to wild games. <laughs> His own stepson. You know, so it's, yeah, it's definitely not something to gloss over, the wild factor here. The longest drought going right now in the Turkey of the
0: Year award. I just don't see it. I don't see it. When he changed the game to me almost completely in 2015, when he picked death, essentially, that changed it. Because, as I'll explain in Keys, there's an element to that. There is an element to picking death, which is a definite shift. And, in fact, if you go through this, Mr. Stats, if you look through this, what you can find is a pattern of Patrick's age. Patrick's age and Patrick's desires in life. He started this in 78 <laughs> to go get drunk. Which was like mostly Hayes, just national yeah. guys, Hayes. right? Yeah. But what I'm saying I is... I need a column
1: and I want to go get drunk blasted. Yeah, and I don't. And it's a I, great drinking night.
0: Yes, it's a it's a fantastic drinking night, and in, and at that time I can drive home completely <laughs> blitzed. And so he went out. So 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 when did he get sober? Like 83? 80 or no? I think before. No, no, he was in rehab during the uh, during the North Star Stanley Cup run in eighty one.
1: So he did like at least three or four Turkey of the Year awards where to he go, was just trying to get out to the bars. Right?
0: At least at least through Bob Knight. If uh, I think through Bob Knight. In 80. Okay. That that was, but what I'm saying is, if you look at the history of, of who he picked, you can definitely see some type of patterns here. And so so the wild, the Fletcher pick, the Fletcher pick, in fact, gentlemen, was Louis in 88. That was the same type of deal. But that was a very different Patrick. So if Patrick were younger now, I think Fletcher Fletcher would be an odds-on favorite. But I think given where Patrick is in life, Chuck Fletcher's Let's
1: not. See, I think I think the problem here is your theory makes some sense, but then, it, but then you got to figure out who is who is it going to be, and if you then mix in the contrarian theory, then you go away from PJ Fleck and go for his Athletics, and now you're back to like the Wild. There's so much. There's fun. so many conflicting theories here. This is so. Much it's fun. the Mackie and Judd Turkey of the Year Preview Show. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take your feedback at 1500 ESPN on all the social media platforms. We've got posts you can respond to. We're gonna keep tallies. We'll take your phone calls. When we come back, though, is it possible we're actually underestimating the 2017 Vikings? Not as, like, turkey candidates, but just in general as a really good football team.
2: Mackie and Judd. 1500 ESPN presents Turkey Talks. A bunch of super-duper stories leading up to the big column. Here's a guy who sounds a little like Patrick Royce. You know, I have mostly uh, stuck to sports uh, with the uh, turkey of the year, however, there was one year, uh, 2008. Uh, the DA uh, herself uh, nearly made it, uh, made it into the column. The uh, committee had her uh, considered for a final table, maybe, uh, maybe even the grand gobbler. Uh, we uh, got a little spat to the homestead, a little, little verbal uh, jousting, uh, as it were, over the pool. A uh, constant source of uh, discontent, uh, and uh, nearly made the column because of it. Uh, however, uh, she did come through uh, the next night, uh, shortly before Thanksgiving, with a hell of a fine meatloaf, a hell of a job, and uh, and fences uh, were uh, were mended. Phil Mackey, he's got the body language of a whiner. Judd Zolgad,
3: every time he opens his mouth. It's a garbage dumpster of crap coming out of
5: it. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN.
2: 1500 ESPN. Visit St. Paul, the city of St. Paul, and Wells Fargo invite you to experience Wells Fargo Winter Skate, a free, outdoor, artificially chilled ice skating rink in downtown St. Paul. At Rice Park, open seven days a week, located in the heart of the city, Winter Skate creates a fun winter experience for visitors of all ages. More details can be found at 1500ESPN.com keyword events.
3: You know, the thing I like the most about Case is he's got big balls. You know, he's not afraid. Hey, he's, he's, not, he's not afraid. He's going to pull the trigger and he's going to play like that. So, um, you know, that's a good thing.
1: Okay, ACDC. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Case has big okay. balls. Casey, DC.
0: Uh, that That's a great quote by Mike Zimmer right there. Do you know what that is, though? That's Wednesday Zim. There's a difference. <laughs> that's right. Sunday Zim is... It's horseshoe. ...is honest. Sunday, Sunday Zim says horseshoe. Sun, but Sunday, Wednesday Zim
1: tries to, okay, yeah. let's pump the tires to the sun, guy
0: that we're going to start on Thursday. Sun, Sunday Zim is Zim Unplugged. So Sunday Zim tells you what Zim's thinking. Right. You got a horseshoe up his you know what, and I really don't want to see that pass again. Wednesday Zim is I've been briefed, Zim. <laughs> Doing the Sam Cassell dance at the podium. Hey hey Mike, can we talk? Yeah, yeah, sure, Rick. What's up? Wanna to talk to you about some of your quotes from Sunday Zim? <laughs> yeah, you know the one about case? Uh, I think what we I think we should frame that as it's good that he's got those big guts to make those passes. All right, Rick, whatever. And then you come back with Wednesday Zim is big ballsy.
1: <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah, he unfiltered Zim though. You can't. The thing is, you can't sit here and complain about cliche coaches and then no. like get offended or mad when when a coach says what he's really thinking. So it's great. Um, you brought up a really fun question last night slash this morning. Are we possibly underrating how good the 2017 Vikings are? When you compare that team to the most recently really good team, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, let you start with this because this was this was your brainchild here. But yes, the two thousand nine Vikings versus the two thousand seventeen Vikings.
0: And this question was asked. You have to uh, um, to take this question and and develop it. I think you have to stop with how two thousand nine ended, and you have to go through ten games. The two thousand seventeen Vikings are eight and two. The two thousand nine. Vikings through 10 games were 9-1 and one and had lost to Pittsburgh and I think like week 5 or week 6, that was it. And so I was thinking to myself, okay, clearly clearly in 2009 that was a fun team. The defense was very solid. Uh, Favre was fantastic. That's as good as Brett Favre can possibly be. But if I was presented through 10 games and told you can pick one of these teams, 09 or 17, which Vikings team do you take? And after doing some research— and I had a feeling going in that this might be the case. I actually, if you if you flip the question to be, are are we uh, possibly underrating this Vikings team, especially since I think 2009 is the last team that we look back on and say, "Wow, that was a really great team," and it w- it was so close. I think the answer is yes. And if you were to give me the the blind, hey, you know, through ten games, take take w- one of these teams, but only one. I'm taking the 2017 Vikings, and, okay. and and here's why quickly, based on one thing. As good as the offense was under Favre in 09, and as fun as that team was, and as well as they stopped the run, if you're telling me I can go on the road with a defense this good, and, and keep in mind, to me the difference, Phil, is, is very simple. To me the difference is how good your, your defense is as a whole. The 2009 and 17 Vikings— both were second against the run. They were fantastic. Both of them were great against the run. This team is giving up 213 yards passing per game, and it's 11th in the league. It's fourth in scoring defense. The 2009 team gave up 218 yards per game, but was 19th, and probably more importantly, was 10th in scoring defense. That team gave up 19 and a half points per game. This one is just a tick over 17 points per game. I'm taking the 2017 Vikings based on defense.
1: So, this is, uh, there's a lot of layers here. Two things, two certainties that I'll give you. The only two areas that the 2009 Vikings have an advantage over the 2017 Vikings, there's only two areas kicker and quarterback. The second part to that is, I would take the 2009 Vikings because of the quarterback. That the that it's the most important thing, and I know that it's it's warped in our minds because we know how that season ended, and it ended in part because the quarterback threw a devastating late game interception that that stole away a victory from his old, from his own team. Uh, but if if the if if I had to make the decision right now, now if I I get to see another six games of Case Keenum or Teddy Bridgewater in the offense, I might ch- I might change that if I feel like the quarterback performance is consistent over a longer stretch. But if I'm making the decision right now, yes, the 2017 Vikings are better in almost every area except for kicker Ryan Longwell and quarterback Brett Favre, but those two things are so important when it comes to these close playoff games and when it comes to getting into a shootout situation maybe, I'll take the Brett Favre led 2009 Vikings. But in defense of the of the 17 team here. Let me uh let me play devil's advocate against my own point, I guess. The rushing defense was the thing that the Williams-Wall defenses hung their hat on, the Brad Brad Childress teams. Well, in 2017, this year, this rushing defense is actually third in the league. The 0-9 defense was seventh in the league. This run-stopping defense is holding opponents to 3.3 yards per carry because of Linval Joseph and Everson Griffin and Eric Hendricks and company. The 9 team was under four yards of carry, too, but it was 3.9. So this is actually a better run-stopping defense than the 2009 defense, the Williams-Wall we talk about. Uh, This defense, like you mentioned, relative to the rest of the league, is better than the 2009 defense. Uh, Well, what about the... Yeah, but Adrian Peterson was in his prime, right? I mean, that team could run it down your throat. Well, actually... Both the 2009 Vikings and 2017 Vikings average exactly four yards per carry. And the 2017 Vikings average more rush yards per game than the 2009 Vikings. So, again, because of the quarterback being a Hall of Famer, and I know how that season ended, he ripped your heart out. Yep. I would still lean on that in these late season games and playoff games, but it's a very close conversation. Very close. I'm not even going to fight you on it because it's so close.
0: Okay. But but here's the key to me. If it's through 10 games and, and I have to pick, I had the experience of covering Favre in 03. When they made the playoff run, they got to uh, this second round, and in Philly, inexplicably, he tossed up a pass that was as bad as any pass Keenum has thrown that's been dumb. So – through 10 games, I get that. I know that. The other thing I like about this team is, and, and game coach-wise, I'm not saying Zim's great. I don't know that for a fact. But here's what I like about this team. You hired Childress based on the fact that his calling card was offense. So he was that was his baby. You hired Zimmer based on the fact that his baby is defense. I have more faith in the fact that Zimmer is a great defensive coach than I do in the fact that Childress offensively was a great coach. So there's factors there that through 10 games I can look at and say, I'd rather put my lot here. I mean, both teams are very good. But there's factors here that I would say, if you're going to make me gamble on 9 or this team, I would rather take the gamble on this team because I have more faith in some of the important factors. And, and it's very important to me that far of throwing that pick against the Saints— if that shocked you, it shouldn't have.
1: I mean, I should turn my mic on when we're talking on the radio. Um, yeah, I mean, like obviously there was Solve. a certain percentage chance that Brett Favre was going to derail your. But that's just who he is. There's also a certain percentage chance that that team was going to beat the Saints. They outgained the Saints by oh, 200 plus yards. Ridiculous. Uh, like if you replay that game ten times, the Vikings win it probably seven times. Maybe even maybe even eight. I mean they outplayed the Saints in that game. So I know for a fact that that 2009 team was good enough and qualified enough to win a Super Bowl. I think the 2017 Vikings are good enough and qualified enough to win a Super Bowl. So because I think this team is, and I know that team was, I'm giving a slight edge to the 2009 Vikings, but I mean, all your points are valid. This team is a much better defense. Their offense, uh, Football Outsiders Analytics football website, they actually have the Vikings offense as a whole ranked top five in the league. With their, with their measurements, wow. so not just like total yardage, but they're looking at context, and what do you do on third and eight? Are you just completing three-yard passes and getting stopped four yards short of the first down mark? Mm-hmm. Or are you gaining meaningful yardage in high-leverage situations and games? And with those uh, contextual measurements factored in, the Vikings have one of the top five offenses in the league, and that's with a backup quarterback riding a hot stretch right now. So, But yeah, I mean, the fact that we're even debating this team versus the 09 team and you know you're putting them slightly above. Yeah, it's great news. Maybe for this we're club. maybe we are maybe we are remembering the uh the heartache too much and we're not crediting this team enough. Uh you have uh, spoken with your turkey of the year source again. Do you have any information you can pass along when we come back here? Uh
0: yes, and it's not surprising. Okay. It, this is very sensitive. It has been for a long time. But yes, I've got, I've got, let's just say the digging will continue until 1 p.m. today. Okay.
1: That's the Mackey and Judd Turkey of the Year preview show. The Mackey and Judd show rolls on.
5: And now for the main event. On
1: 1500
5: ESPN.
2: Welcome back to the 2017 Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year pregame show. Sponsored in part by Stuffing. Don't you dare put fruit into it. <laughs> Pecan pie. Our nuts look great in your pie. Gobble, gobble, turkey. And by gravy, liquid fat. Mmm. I call that the turkey hole. And now, back to your hosts, Phil Mackey and Judd Zoga. Yes.
1: Welcome back to the second annual... Patrick Royce, Turkey of the Year preview show on Mackie and Judd, where we are tallying up the masses of listeners and social media followers and getting your thoughts on who the 2017 Turkey of the Year will be. Uh, P.J. Fleck was signed to an early morning, 6 o'clock in the morning press release contract extension following a train wreck loss to Northwestern and probably just a few days before another train wreck loss to Wisconsin. And my question to you, you've been you've been chatting with sources here, using mm-hmm. your journalistic uh, expertise <laughs> instincts, and instincts. Yes. Patrick Roycey is down in Fort Myers. Do we have a timestamp on when he filed the column because if it came before the PJ Fleck extension announcement, mm-hmm. I think we might have we might have a rewrite
0: on our hands here sometime this morning. I am uh, digging furiously to find out my source has gone quiet. I'm not surprised by that. Wow, but let me tell you right now. part of part of what I do is I also put the puzzle together. And so, since I found out that the column had been filed, it's not too big of an extrapolation to believe that that column was filed previous to six this morning, and, in fact, probably came in late last night. Now, we know Roycey himself on Twitter. Uh, told us that, that there was a snafu with the fire alarm in his place that was driving him crazy as he tried to do the turkey column two days ago. So we got to figure that he spent a lot of the day two days ago and then part of the day yesterday on that column. So the timestamp on that puppy, it's got to be before 6 this morning. So there could be, and what's so savvy of Kaler and Coyle, and where I applaud them, where I am blown away by how by their by their ability to throw a Turkey Hail Mary pass here is this. It's only a one-year extension. I mean, it means nothing basically.
1: But it's but it is, but it it is
2: a, it's a shot fired. Exactly. It's
1: a firework exploding exactly. over the Turkey of the Year offices. But and I mean, frankly,
2: the fact that it means yes. nothing may mean everything.
0: Yes. And it was done with the express purpose not of making Fleck happy. Not of recruiting. It was done to get Patrick's attention. No question. And that's why. I mean, if this was a five-year extension, we'd all be like, what are you people even doing? But this one, this one is just, it's a jab inside. Uh, over to the analytics
1: update desk here. The 34-year history of the Turkey of the Year Award. A lot of interesting trends here. You know, 11 turkeys are no longer with us. We should pay our respects to really? okay. those 11 turkeys. Paul Giel, Denny Green, Carl Polad, Mike Lynn, Flip Saunders... Jack McCloskey, Billy Martin, George Steinbrenner, Woody Hayes, Pete Rozelle, and Bowie Kuhn. Bowie Kuhn. Bowie, Bowie Kuhn. Bowie Kuhn, yeah. Uh, so let's just uh, make sure today as we wow. prepare to go out of town, visit family, and gear up for the Patrick Ricey Turkey of the Year, column let's pay our respects to the uh, 11 turkeys that are no longer with us. So 11 German. are gone. All right. Wow. 651-646-8255. 877-615-1500. Jeff in Texas, you're on the Turkey of the Year preview show.
3: Love you guys, but I'm a little disappointed. Okay. You listen to Patrick Ricey, right?
0: Yes. No. Hey. But Phil does not I do.
3: One of you do? Know? don't you does the Saturday morning show, which I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, Dave does. Okay.
3: There is no way. This is a write-this-down bunt single. There's no way that the Turkey of the Year doesn't have to do with the NFL in some way. You can go with the triple or home run on um, the NFL committee buying the owner's boxes. It's yeah. gonna be Super Bowl related. I promise you, it'll be Super Bowl related.
1: You know, I I, you know I like
0: where you're going with this, Jeff. Let's just say Jeff previewed keys, which is coming up next. I'm with him. Jeff previewed keys. Jeff just
2: I, I'm sure tr- you don't get a lot of Super Bowls coming to our backyard. You don't get a lot of Super Bowl committees yeah. in our backyard. You don't get a lot of sweets being given to
0: friends uh, well, in our backyard, and, summer, and people having to resign, and summer golf being given to people Correct. who are going to be brought back for free. Uh, you know, Jeff, I, and I'm thousands gonna, so gonna, of people
2: showing up to be volunteers to stand out in the freezing cold of February to point people we, in the right direction. Let's
1: add a new category here where we have a running list of uh, of 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 uh, you know, winners to. It's tally here. Super Bowl committee will just be its own category now.
0: Mm-hmm. Can we peel things back a bit, a bit though? So, so this is the t- Turkey of the Year pregame show. Much like when the brackets are shown in March. CBS, right? Da, da, da. We go to this region and then that one. It's sort of a slow cook. I mean, you don't unveil all the brackets at, at once. This pregame show itself is meant as the same thing. In fact, my two favorite pregame type Prep shows are this one and that one. So so to Jeff's point, we're not we can't just like dive in and give the entire thing away. No. Welcome back to the Turkey of the Year pregame show on 1500 ESP. Well, you know, yeah, this,
2: we're only almost the way through the first bracket. Yeah, We've got a lot of brackets.
0: This to go. is a long show. Exactly. Well,
1: can I can I throw since you played that music, let me throw another potential top seed out there. Oh. This might be a number one seed. West Regional mm east region okay east region yeah yeah rick patino the elder patino he he does he, he'll he'll never pass up a chance patrick to rip on a patino so whether it's richard or although he could have named richard patino turkey of the year a couple of years ago i believe that was the year he chose the grim reaper he chose death to uh, to represent
2: and we should mention by the way your 11 turkeys that have now left ironically taken by the 2015 turkey. It's amazing how that works out. Full circle right there. It's
1: ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. One third of the turkeys are no longer with us. That's part of the reason why the Grim Reaper was named in 2015. But Rick Pitino, uh, it's been 10 years since we had a national turkey of the year winner, Charlie Weiss, in 2007. So once every 10 years or so, Patrick will pop up and go away from the local scene and hand it to somebody on the national scene. Rick Patino running a sex ring. Uh, he
0: didn't know about, about <laughs> he didn't know about a lifetime achievement award. It. He didn't know a thing, and his brother-in-law <laughs> who died tragically, his name was on that dorm. And how dare you think that with my brother-in-law's name on that dorm after he died in the uh, tragic events that they would ever run a sex ring out of that yes. place. Uh, let's go back to the phones here. Mark, you're on the show.
3: Hey, guys. Uh,
4: yeah, Jeff stole my thunder a little bit there. I had Three uh, possible predictions, but that the NFL was definitely the one that I would put my money on um, just with the Super Bowl coming up and the volunteer meeting being held a couple weeks ago. Um, my thought, though, with that, though, was that it might wait until next year as a recap if he does decide to not make this his last column. Uh, my other two predictions, kind of the shot in the dark one, but because of the Grim Reaper one a couple years ago would just be natural disasters slash weather, uh, just because he does have the condo down in Fort Myers. Um, I, I guess <laughs> I don't know all the details of what happened down there, but he, he could throw that in there since he, he's down there right now. Um, the other one, and I guess, uh, forgive me if this is um, something that I don't know about, but Could uh, just the Gopher football scandal be eligible in general since that happened after Thanksgiving but before the start of the year?
1: Yep. See, Mark, you're on to to something there. Dave brought that up off the top of the show that Mark Coyle, people are focused on P.J. Fleck as the prime candidate for Turkey of the Year, right? But as Dave said, it's the old twins adage. It's not your fault, kid. It's the scout that signed you. Mark Coyle is the one that hired P.J. Fleck. Yep. Mark Coyle was the AD during all of the scandalous activity at the yep. end of last calendar year, which came after the
0: Turkey of the Year column was written. The woman that chaired the committee that suspended the players is at the table. That's Because Roycey melted down for months about that. I also can almost guarantee that this will, will be the first banquet that that will feature some untoward groping as well. To mix in the recent sexual harassment. I guarantee you somebody will have some body part grabbed at at the banquet that will be found offensive. There's so much to work with here. There's so much. I mean, Franken will show someone's gonna show up and somebody's gonna grope. Charlie Rose, maybe? Oh my god. You know god. it's gonna happen. You know you know, you know, you know there has to be groping oh at the banquet. God. Put uh, the giblets away. Okay. Oh. <laughs>
1: Hey, what, uh, what's that in the background? Oh, oh he's here. Uh, are those are those Judd's keys to a Vikings win over the Lions? Wait. No. Oh, no, no, they're not. Those are Judd's keys to the Turkey of the Year, what,
0: award thought process? What are the keys to? Keys to Royce's Turkey of the Year thought process in writing the column. And by the way, the keys to a Vikings-Detroit game were four deep before I put them on hold. That's fine.
1: That's fine. We'll keep taking your reactions, your commentary, your opinions on the Turkey of the Year preview show on all of our social media platforms at 1500 ESPN, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Let's come back here with Judd's keys to the Turkey of the Year.